Hey, Grace. Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back Back to to the the best. best. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the best of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from Back to the Best from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as the Back to the Best Times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome, and to all our former besties returning, a big, big welcome back, and welcome to our first ever episode of the best of Back to the Best. Now, a lot of you are probably sitting in your car, on your bike, in a train. I'm assuming that's where- Mm -hmm. Only those three places. (laughs) You don't get podcasts anywhere else. I really like the thought of people sitting on a train and Mm -hmm. just us- this is just blasting on the speakers. Oh, okay. So they don't have headphones. It's playing throughout the train. Throughout the train. Love it. Thanks. Love it. Amtrak. Thank you for Thank you for your service. <laughs> um, no. So if you saw our Instagram story, you know that we had some technical difficulties this week. We did a full episode on the Kardashians. It was great. One. It was one of our best. It really was. And that's not to say that we won't do that again, because we wanted to talk about them since the show just officially ended, the reunions were done. And you guys, we just, it it, it would not convert. It would not convert. And we, it was just a busy week and we didn't have time to do a full episode. But we've been sitting on this idea for a while that Mm -hmm. we have had so many amazing interviews the last year and a half, two years. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> and we have a lot of new followers now, about five new ones. Oh God. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and so we thought, why not take some time every once in a while to just throw it back to some of our favorite interviews? It would be weird if we didn't. Our podcast is called Back to the Best. No matter what we're doing, we always try to go back to some of the best times in our lives. And this applies to our episodes. And so we're taking it back to uh, an interview where when Mm -hmm. we found out that this person agreed to come on our podcast, Mm -hmm. I called Grace, Mm -hmm. then I texted her in all caps. Mm -hmm. Then she calls me back out of breath because she's on her run and Mm -hmm. we sat screaming for several moments. <laughs> oh, a good while. That was when I had my old phone and it was falling apart. And I remember like, I would sometimes get calls, like things just weren't where it was dying. And then I remember I saw David's text and I was like, hold on. <laughs> it's like, this can't be happening. You guys, it was a, it was a huge moment. Even after we recorded you like were on a walk Mm -hmm. And I came outside. We had to just somehow, this was during the pandemic. We had to somehow see each other, even from afar. It was was too big of a moment. It was full-blown pandemic at that point. Oh, full-blown. Oh, yeah. This was our first guest on Zoom. No, no, it wasn't. No, Annalise. One of the first, though. It it was definitely early on. And it was, uh, we. you all probably know exactly where this is going, because you probably saw the title. Mm -hmm. But Mm, Right, 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 right. We've also talked about this interview very frequently since it happened a year ago. We often talk about it. You guys, it's it's with Joe from S Club 7. Joe Omar, you guys know 
We love S Club. Very first episode, we went over our favorites. I chose S Club as my favorite girl group because it was the close enough, close enough. I mean, it's it's hard with groups. It's like, okay, well, there's girls in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing to kind of tie into this episode, our good friend, Joe, dear, dear, dear friend, close dear, 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 friend, so close, Joe Amara. She just released a new single, you guys. She was actually, I think it was, well, when we're recording this, it was today. But she has a new single out that you can pre-order. And it's from her album that's called With Love. So the album will be released on August 27th. But it will feature her new single that's called On the Surface. And she said she wrote this song for anyone out there who struggles with opening up about how they really feel inside and keep things bottled up. That is so nice. So guys, go check out her. If you follow her on Instagram... There's a link in her bio um, for the, her new single on the surface. I am so excited. She also recently put up an unplugged version of the S Club song, Don't Stop Moving. Oh, she slowed guys. it down. It was for the 20th anniversary of the song. There's just so many reasons to love on Joe, go listen to her songs. And then of course, hopefully enjoy this episode because we talked to her and Remember when I had all those guys, I went from my phone. It was that one episode, we had a lot of technical difficulties, which is also fitting for why we're doing this. We had technical difficulties and our episode was ruined. So we're replacing it with Joe in which I also had technical difficulties. on. So I think let's just. Without further ado. Without further ado, if this is your first time listening to this interview, please enjoy it for the first time. If it's your second time, please enjoy it for the second time. (laughs) Here she is, one of our queens, Joe O'Mara. How's things? Good. How are you doing over there? Yes, I'm doing well. Yeah. Let's see, because it's almost five o'clock for you, right? Oh, my. Oh, yeah, 25 to five. Okay. Yeah. How's your quarantine life going? It's all right. Yeah. It's fine. Just got to get on and do it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I've been loving all your Instagram videos of you doing the songs and everything from your house. Oh, good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> well, Joe, okay, first of all, we just have to say we are the biggest S-Club fans and biggest fans of you, so thank you so much for doing this. You know, thank you for asking me. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, same. We, whenever I um, texted my family and I was like, we're going to talk to Joe Amira, and my mom was like, I still have seen Double at Home. Do you need to rewatch it? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that old classic, eh? That's so good. <laughs> We have it as well. When I told my cousin, she was like, well, I'm going to watch it just to give you like inspiration from across the country. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I know we touched on it a little bit, but just now that Grace is here. So how are you handling the quarantine? Like I said, we've been absolutely loving your Instagram videos of you doing your songs. (laughs) Well, we've got to keep ourselves entertained somehow. So I'd just do it by singing. But yeah, do you know what? It's fine, you know. Yeah, but you just got to get on and do what people are asking us to do so we can get over this quicker. I think the quicker people realise that, the quicker we'll be out of it all. You know, stay home. Seriously. It's so true. I feel like that's what they're preaching for everyone to do. And then as long as people just try to, I, I know like you have to go to the grocery store, but other than oh, that. Exactly. I mean, obviously like to get your groceries and stuff like that. Yeah, but just, just. If you don't need anything, essentially, then just don't bother doing it, you know, because it's just keeping everybody locked up and, and it's dangerous. Oh, 
I know. It really is so dangerous. Yeah. All right. So we'd love to ask you some questions just about your career and everything like that, if that's all right. So, so obviously we know you from S Club 7, but how did you actually get started singing? How young were you whenever you started? I was, I was 12 and we was at a karaoke and I literally just got up and sung the locomotion because my dad was going, go on, go on, get up and do it, get up and do it. So I got up and I did it and I didn't even know I could sing at this point and it was actually just in June and I got a clap and then I got a bug for it and it literally started from there. Oh then I, yeah, and then I just started doing karaoke's a couple of times a week and learning new songs and trying different things. And then it went from doing that, doing talent competitions, and then working my way up the talent competition chain. And um, then I got a job as a singer, like working in a country and western restaurant. And that's Ooh. when, yeah, and that's when um, I was picked for S Club Seven. <gasps> So from country singing <laughs> to S Club 7. <laughs> That's amazing. I feel like that will be the title of this podcast interview. Country singing to S Club 7. <laughs> Anyone can do it. <laughs> and so what was the, so did you know anybody from S Club 7 before? Or was there like an audition process? How did that all come together? How did that come to be? So I was, like I said, I was picked to go for the audition and then it was just like rounds of auditions and um, I went and done it and I think I sang, sang, um, now there you go again, say, that one, is it Fleetwood Mac? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did that one and then I'd done Hopelessly Devoted to You. <gasps> oh, I love that song. And then I didn't think no more of it after that, really. And then about three or four days after, I got a phone call to say I'd had a recall. So could I go back? And then they wanted me to sing an up-tempo song. So because I've only ever sung sort of ballady songs, I didn't know what to do. So I'd done I Want to Dance with Somebody, Whitney. Ah, so good. And then that was literally the next day. They went, yep, yeah, you're in. So <gasps> wow. pretty, oh, quick. That's wow. amazing. Wow. That's so great. And those are, oh, my God, those are such great audition songs. Well, they worked. <laughs> hey, it got you through. <laughs> they got the job, so it was all good. So whenever you auditioned, was it planned to just be a band or was it for the show? Which came first? You know what? The TV show came first and then the music followed the TV, but it was always going to be both. But we didn't know whether we was going to be a band first and then get a TV show. Okay. And, but it popped up that we decided to do the show first because then we could use the music in the show and then release the songs on from there. So that's Oh, the that's true. It happened, yeah. Was that weird to kind of do an acting thing? Yeah. You run it over there, didn't you, on Fox? Was it on, on Fox? Fox Family. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Every Saturday morning. That was what I was going to say. <laughs> We both totally watched it. It was like a normal thing here. <laughs> I remember once I was at a sleepover and I remember calling my mom and was like, you have to set the VHS to record S Club tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, the VHS. It's like back when you had to set the timer, no DVR or anything like that. That's good old days, eh? I was going to oh, say, yeah. those were the days. We it probably was. have it recorded at home on some VHS in my basement. <laughs> Because that was how you did everything. Yeah. 
we was we was very lucky as a band you know we got to do a lot of things and travel pretty much the whole world so oh. i'm grateful for that mm-hmm. that is great was it your first time to the states whenever you came over to film no i'd been over to the states before i went to MacArthur's park okay oh, okay because I used to be, uh, before S Club, I was in another band called Two Four Family, and we recorded our first single, and I was in the middle of the lake in MacArthur's Park. Oh. It like I was, like, floating on the water. <laughs> that, was, that was the first time that I went. And then, unluckily for me, I was only 16, I'd lost my passport, but my passport gone missing, and I had to stay on play and get myself back to Germany. It was all fun. Oh, oh no. I feel like everything you've told us already, we have to add to like our bucket list. We need to do all of these things. I grew up pretty quick that day. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) So then you actually did film in Miami. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, that was our first one, wasn't it? Miami 7. Did you like Miami? It was really good, but we was all so young, so we didn't ever get to experience like the nightlife. I think Paul and Tina were the only two that could actually go out and have drinks in the evening because the rest of us were all like, John was only 15. Oh, wow, oh he's young. Yeah, we wow. Were, I think Bradley was 16, so no one could go out and do anything. So we we missed out quite a lot because Miami sort of South Beach is a lot of fun, so I would have liked to have been old enough to experience it a bit more. Yeah, I've actually never been to Miami, but yeah, I've heard the same thing, that yeah. that's just like insane. Yeah, I've only been once, but I was also too young that I we didn't experience any of that. <laughs> so we're all in the same boat. Yes. <laughs> and so then the next two seasons were in L.A., Hollywood. Mm-hmm. How did you like living over here? Oh, we all loved it. I think we all loved L.A. because it just... Um, we spent so much time there we literally did live there for like a long time so we got to know our way around and find our favorite places and it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun back then did you you have any favorite spots that you guys remember well I was saying earlier I love Venice Beach oh yeah I just love Venice Beach and there was another place and I can't think what it was called but it was really sort of like full of tattooists and um, like really trendy, like little flea markets and. Oh. There's a lot of farmers markets, so it could yeah. have been one of those. It was really cool, but I can't think what it was called now. But mm. all of LA, I really loved. I just loved. I loved being in America. It was like it was literally like a home from home for us. So. Well, we're the opposite. We love where you're from. <laughs> we, <laughs> we're both obsessed with the UK. Oh, uh, <laughs> Well. That's true. We both yeah. grew up in different areas, so I feel like we're used to different weather as well. Living yeah. out here, of course, you get a lot more sun, but we've yeah. both been to England and we just already are, well, when we're able to, we want to go back so yeah. bad. Oh, cool. Well, you're always welcome. So just come <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, were you, okay, so whenever you guys did, um, I think it was season three, whenever you were in Hollywood and you had um, Barry Williams as your manager, were you guys Brady Bunch fans or was that like a big deal? Did you know who he was? Of course it was. I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't really know what the Brady Bunch was, but I learned pretty quick because he's a big star, eh? Yeah. Yeah. He was so lovely. Oh, 
to have so much fun like behind the scenes and off off screen. He was just he was a lot of fun to be around. So we was very lucky. We worked with some really like luck like good people like um Kaniki from Greece we worked with and Linda oh, Blair. Yeah. She was our landlady. I think that was in oh, was right. That was LA seven, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. You guys did work with a lot of great people. Mm, very lucky, yeah. So then that had to be a huge shift to go from L.A., Hollywood, then to season four in Spain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well of course, it was hard because of the language barrier. Um, sure. Because a lot of, like, the crew obviously was Spanish, so they'd be shouting direction, and we would just all be like, look at it, one of them. So that, that used to cause quite a few problems on, on set. And then the director would be screaming because he didn't get the shot in time because we weren't where we were supposed to be. Um, a lot of long days in Spain. A lot of long days. <laughs> Most of the time just trying to figure out what in the world you're supposed to do. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's so funny. So you did that and then the movie was after that, correct? Then we done the movie, yeah. Oh, I love the movie. Did you like the movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very different. Very different. It was a lot of work. Because I think we filmed the whole thing in like three or four weeks. Really? Yeah, because we had to get it done pretty quick. Because I'll tell you why it was. Because we had to get back because we was going on tour. And we had to get back to get over and do the um, tour rehearsals. So we everything we'd done, we was on such a tight schedule. So we didn't have a lot of time to sort of like re- rehearse for the movie. So we pretty much learned it and recorded it in four weeks. That's great. Oh and you guys were like doing two parts each. Yeah, and playing two parts each. Yeah. <laughs> phone as well. That's a lot in four weeks. It was. You guys perf- perfected your acting chops as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any um, favorite songs from being in S Club? Uh, well, obviously, Reach for the Stars will always oh. be one of them because that's the one that's probably the most recognised from us. But I, I always liked a lot of album tracks, to be honest, like All in Love and Stare, Cross My Heart, mm. um, Sunshine, another one that I liked, Good Times. Like, I think the S-Club songs were just uplifting and all fun. I can't actually think of any that I really hated. Mm. Well, that's good. Which is good. <laughs> Which could be worse. <laughs> but no, I think we've got some good songs. I don't know what we would have done if you were like, actually, I hated every single song that we did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so what did you do, like, around the time when S Club ended? What was that whole transition like? That was, do you know what? It was really weird because I remember the last show that we ever done, we'd done um, a gig at a big, massive nightclub here called G.A.Y., and then after we finished that gig, we sort of just all looked at one another as if to say, well, that's it. And then we mm. all got in our separate cars and I'm driving on the way home. I thought, what am I going to do tomorrow? Because we'd literally lived off of an itinerary every single day for five years, pretty much. So when there was nothing in the diary the next day, it sort of it made you feel a bit like don't know what to do. But I soon found out what to do. I took a good long break. I took a good time out just to be me again, I guess, and not be Joe from S Club 7, just to be Joe O'Mara. Because especially how you were saying your schedules were so tight 
and so back to back. I imagine it was exhaust. It was fun, but probably exhausting. Oh wow, yeah, it was. I mean, we used to we used to get our sleep on flights because mm. that's our sleep time. Because the second we'd get off of a plane, it was literally straight to the hotel, hair, makeup, and then onto the TV or onto the festival, whatever it was that we was doing. And some days we used to get off the plane and not even know what country we was actually in. Wow. <laughs> that, actually, that actually did happen. I remember once thinking I was in Germany and I was in like Bali or somewhere, like somewhere like completely the other side of the world. We just did not have a clue because we always just used to just literally get on the flight and go, don't. I bet. Wake up and smile. <laughs> 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 it was. We it sounds to, exciting. It was. Well, I think when you're young and you're traveling the world and you're seeing things you would have never got to see without being in the band, you know, you've got to count your blessings and, and feel grateful for that. Yeah. yeah well, that's, I, I imagine that's definitely in the back of your mind all the time. Like you are tired, you're working, but it is an amazing opportunity. Yeah. And doing the job that I love. So, yeah. That's so cool. How old were you whenever um, S Club started, did you say? I turned, uh, just turned 19. 19, okay. Oh my gosh, that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> so then you had your first solo album, Relentless. What was that like after, you know, recording so many albums with a band, then going on to doing it on your own? Oh, amazing, because... I was able to be more creative and sing songs that I felt were more, more me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm also in a very lucky position that I'm doing another album right now with the same team that done the Relentless album. So once this lockdown is finished and over with, I'll be heading straight into the studio to get cracking on that. Oh, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. Oh, hopefully sooner than later then. <laughs> Please God, yeah, because I mean, the album was supposed to be released in the summer, but obviously because of all what's been going on, um, it's been delayed. I don't know until when. All I can say is it's definitely coming out this year. It definitely oh, that's so exciting. We can't wait. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be really good. Are you right? Do you write your own music? I do, yes. I will be writing. I've got Obviously, um, Brian Rawlins and the Metrophonic team have got a fantastic stable of writers anyway, so I'll be collaborating and working alongside those. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, great. Because in S Club, was it more of a collaboration with all of you for the songs? Like, did you guys kind of share the control over songs? Yeah, well, to be honest, a lot of the songs were already pre-written, um, and a few of them we managed to put our own little stamp on. But oh, S Club okay. 7, was, it was a made thing, you know. Mm -hmm. we, yeah. I say, I mean, if we absolutely hated a song, we wouldn't be made to do it. But when you're young and the boss is no better than you, you have to listen to what they say. And, and Reach for the Stars is proof of that. Because when that song first came about, it was this guy came in with his guitar and he started playing it. And we, I remember looking at Rachel and then Rachel's looked at John and we've all gone, what is this? <laughs> really? <laughs> Obviously, and it was Reach for the Stars. Yeah. So. Well, thank God you recorded it. I know. <laughs> Listen to people know what they're doing. <laughs> Clearly. 
Yeah. I sometimes think that with songs, like, did the artist know at the time just how big that song was going to be? And clearly, you never know. Exactly. I don't think that you ever do know what song's going to hit it or, or foul. You've just got to trust your gut and go with it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then you guys had the S Club reunion, which, how, what was that like to be back together? It was very surreal because we'd all obviously had a long break from one another and not seen each other for years and people got married and had children and we weren't the crazy sort of young kids anymore. Everyone sort of grown up and got mortgages and <laughs> grown up lives. So, but we, you know what, as soon as we all got together and we got in the rehearsal room and started going through the routines, it just all come back. Mm. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And I think it was a lot more fun this time around because we wasn't so tired and it, there weren't no pressure. It was just a reunion to celebrate S Club 7 and the music. Yeah. Had you guys Aww. stayed in touch since then? Uh, we do, yeah. Um, we do all stay in touch. Not every day, you know, but we sort of like reach out every once in a while. Like it was Rachel's birthday the other day, so I just sent her a little happy birthday and Hannah Instagrammed me the other day. So we all sort of like little tabs sure oh that's so nice and then you are also a part of s club three yes is that does that feel the same because it's still like three of you or like i'm sure it's still fun but it's obviously not the whole group no do you know what it's it's been really nice actually because we've managed to play more intimate gigs and be a little bit more hands-on with fans and that's true. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the seven of us, it's on such a bigger scale and it's in arenas and you can't really engage with your audience. Whereas when it's been the three of us, we can. Mm-hmm. And, so, and it's all to do with the songs. Once you're up there performing with the songs and you look across at one another and stuff, it does it does still feel really good. Oh, that's you guys so are gonna nice. do. You had some shows planned this summer, right? That I'm assuming probably got cancelled because of everything yeah yeah they've all been cancelled well not cancelled they've been postponed until this is all over well if you ever bring it over to the u.s we will be front row front row (laughs) love that most definitely well i guess we've kind of been talking about it a bit but going along with like it's crazy to think because your music has been around for so long and like 20 plus years at this point what is that like to know that so many people, I mean, us included, are such big fans of S Club and it has like oh, kind of carried through carried through our lives with us, all of those songs? I think we're all so lucky that the songs have always stood the test of time and, you know, like reach for the stars and, and bring it all back and sort of a lot of S Club songs over, in, over here mm-hmm. are now being passed on to the younger generation where they're played in like baby sensory classes and preschools and play schools. So in US club are as well. So um, it's, it's nice to watch it going down the generations. And I've seen before, like when we've done shows and stuff, it's been the parents that have been the fans, but now they're bringing their kids to the shows. Mm. So it's, it's really cool. I feel like the songs really are timeless. Like I still listen and I remember, I remember like the first time I heard certain songs. It takes people back to probably 
a carefree, happier, easier time when when you were younger and in your teens or whatever. You know, it's like a nostalgic thing, isn't it? Definitely. Oh my gosh. I also so remember. True. Like, whenever, what was it, Two and a Million came out, and, like, I bought it whenever you could still buy just one song on a CD, like, the singles. <laughs> I remember having that. Oh, that was a great song. That was a good song. <laughs> so whenever you're in a band like that, and there's seven of you, do they kind of tell you who's going to be singing certain parts, or is that something that you figured out together? Um, I think it was just all down to who suited the vocal the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everyone had completely different styles of, of singing, so. Sure. That was it, really. <laughs> I think that's all I have on my end, Grace, unless you have anything on yours. I mean, just about your solo album, but you don't know officially when it will be because it's kind of put on hold. Yeah, well, all I can say is it's 100% happening and it's 100% being released this year. Oh, yeah. yay. We can't wait. Do you know if it's going to be available on like Spotify over here or iTunes and stuff oh, like that? Oh yeah, it will be. Yeah, it's going to be going all over the world, so it will be available on all streaming platforms. Perfect. Uh, have you gone on a solo tour? Did you go on a tour with like your first album? I did. Yeah, I did like a little mini tour with the Relentless album. But on this one, I'm hoping to be able to travel a lot more and um, maybe come visit you guys. We would love that. We would love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys definitely are, like, very big over here. Anybody that we've told that we were going to talk to you is like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. So you definitely have a huge fan base over here if you bring the tour over. <laughs> I will do. I guess it's kind of late for you over there. It's early for us. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that. Uh, it's just after five. Not so bad. <laughs> My day's coming to the end and your day's just beginning. However, we're going to fill our day today in the quarantine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Seriously, it means so much to us that you even took the time to chat with us. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, thank you. Thank it was so nice you to so meet you. Much. It was That's so nice to talk to you. And nice. we look forward to your album. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to seeing you all soon. Perfect. Okay. Thank <laughs> you so much. Bye. We hope you guys liked the revisit of the best of back to the best. You guys, is this, is this working? Like, should we do more of these? We love it because David and I have listened to that episode multiple times since Honestly, we recorded so it. We, we still can't still, believe it. We still have the Skype video saved. Oh my God. We do. We, we love, 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 love S Club. It was a dream to talk to her. And yeah, if you heard that for the first time, hopefully you loved it as much as we did. We were on cloud nine, if you couldn't tell in the video, in the um, recording. And assuming all goes well, next week we <laughs> will have a new episode yes. with two guests and we haven't interviewed them yet. So we can't really say exactly what we talk about, but right. we will be covering in depth the free Britney movement that what is happening right now. Yes. We're going to have a whole free Britney episode. Um, Cause they were both there. They were both at the courthouse for mm -hmm. the uh, trial. So we'll talk to them. So stick around, especially if you're a fan of Britney and just are into the free Britney movement. And 
we will be announcing who our guests are on our Instagram. So go follow us at BTTB podcast at the same handle as our Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook and TikTok as well. You can just search on up back to the best search it oh, on up, search it on up. I'm so excited to say who we're having on next week. It's going to be, I'm so, afraid to jinx it. I want to say it now, but I don't want to, I jinx know it. We're going to, we're going to leave suspense, like follow us on Instagram. That's how you'll find out and make sure mm-hmm. um, you guys go check out Joe's new single, go check it out um, on the surface. And then of course, stay tuned for her album with love. That's coming out in August. We're proud of our dear, dear friend, Joe. Joe, if you happen to listen to this episode again, we're so excited. <laughs> we're just as excited as we are now, as we were a year ago that we got the chance to talk to you. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank all of you so much because we love you all. And we're going to be back next week with two amazing guests and we, we love you. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Cheerio, Harry. And tune in next week, as we've said, where we will be taking you back to the best. Bye you guys. Bye. Bye.